So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And I'll tell you what, it still takes some getting used to here, um, saying Unleash the Man Within. Uh, my brain still wants to say welcome to the New Man Podcast. So uh, we're still settling in here to the, to the rebrand. Um, I hope that uh, you found yesterday's episode really useful. We tried to just give a little bit of vision for sort of um, why this rebrand happened and where we're going with the podcast. But rest assured, um, it's still going to be the same great content. Honestly, everything on the inside has basically stayed the same. We just release our uh, interviews on Thursdays instead of Mondays. Other than that, it's uh, it's status quo. Um, I like giving you guys little life updates uh, from time to time. I'm going to be honest, life has been pretty standard here. Um, my wife and I are about to go away on a retreat. And once a year, my wife and I try to sit down and just get some vision for the year ahead, pray, um, you know, asking the Lord for some revelation on just areas to focus on. Uh, we set some goals. We talk through, you know, marriage, sex life, our, our future. You know, we're kind of in that funny middle ground where we've been married a couple years now. We don't have any kids yet. We know we want kids. So we're trying to figure out the right timing. Obviously, we are living in Jamaica right now. So even just talking about that and, you know, um, what does this trip mean for our life moving forward. Are we going to start spending more time here? Um, so, you know, it, it, just whatever is sort of the, the present day issues and subjects and, um, and things that we need to, you know, just kind of bring our heads together on and be on the same page about. So, um, so we got that coming up and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, um, you know, one of these days I am going to get my wife on here because she's got so much wisdom and I think it'd be great for you guys to hear about uh, just her experience, even of me in this marriage what it's like to be the wife of somebody who helps guys get free of porn and what it's like to be the wife of somebody who has struggled with porn because um, I know especially when you're single or if you're married and you know your spouse doesn't know, it's kind of scary thinking about your spouse finding out or your future wife finding out. And um, yeah, there could be some stuff to talk about there. Now, th that's kind of a segue into a, a question that has come up in our Deep Clean community that I, I thought would be really helpful to share and this is not one of those questions where it's like, oh, I need to make sure I keep asking my guys that. I mean, it is, it is that caliber. But this question is actually, oh, I need to keep asking myself that. Like, it's a really, really good question. And, um, and I've just been kind of mulling it over. And, uh, you know, when it came up in, in our coaching call, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing an episode out of that for sure because I think it's really important. Let me set the stage a little bit. I think... In, in life, you know, we all have high ambitions for our relationships. You know, we all have goals and dreams and desires. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that because the desire exists, they're somehow ahead of the game. Like they're the only person who wants to have a picture perfect marriage or like a really stable, godly marriage. Um, somehow we think that like, our, our intent to be a really caring and attuned husband somehow means like, somehow makes us different. Like other guys don't want that. 
that makes me different. No, every guy wants to be that. They want to be the knight in shining armor for their wife. They want to be uh, the, the supreme safe place. They want to be the provider. They want to be the, the godly leader and everything else. Every guy wants that. What makes you stand out is when you actually take actions that accomplish those dreams. And, and that's where, honestly, like a majority of men are failing because in their relationships, they would rather coast. Coasting is easy. Coasting is comfortable. And coasting means we don't have to ruffle any of the feathers. And a lot of people do it. I'm, I'm not of that flavor, as I'm sure you've guessed. Um, I really believe in pushing the envelope. I think you have to confront your weaknesses in a relationship. I think you have to have hard conversations that are honest. Um, it is possible to be honoring as well, um, but it cannot be simply one or the other. It has to be both. And I think that when you are intentionally taking steps towards accomplishing that goal of a healthy relationship, a godly relationship, an honest relationship, uh, a relationship where you are a strong man and a good support and a good leader and whatever else, um, I think that's, that's when you really start to experience success. But I want to just make it really clear off the bat, just because you have the desire means nothing. Like good relationships are hard work. They, they take time and they take effort. So, you know, it's a little bit of a clickbaity title I put on the, on the podcast, uh, the episode. And, um, you know, it, it's a fine line. I want titles that are intriguing. I don't want to be clickbaity. So if it, do, if it did come across that way, I do apologize. I know sometimes I'm hard on myself and sometimes I have a good read. Um, but I really do believe that this question I'm going to tell you pretty much guarantees your relationship will be successful if you, of course, follow through on it. So you ask the question, you have to find the answer together, and then you have to take steps in your relationship to make it happen, to make that answer actually come to pass. And when you do that, well, then, then we're talking. You know, then, then I think uh, your relationship has every reason to thrive and to flourish. So this is, uh, this is the question. And, um, you know, guys, those of you who are in that coaching call, this is a derivative of the, of the actual question that we discussed, but, um, but I'm, I think you'll kind of see the connection. The question is this, where are we going? Where are we going? This is the one simple question that guarantees relationship success. So here's the deal. When, when you coast in a relationship, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we really don't see eye to eye on finances, but uh, I don't know. I honestly, I, I don't even know what to do about it. Like she's just, she's got her own way of doing it. I've got my way of doing it. I'm sure it's fine. We can get by. Anytime uh, there's an area of your life where you're just getting by, anytime there's an area of your life that you know needs to be confronted, but you kind of neglect it and you put it off. Anytime there's an area in your relationship, okay, whether you're dating, engaged, or married, that you choose to just leave to the wayside, you are neglecting your responsibility to lead your marriage. I know that's harsh. And I know some of you are like, probably, you don't even think that the man is supposed to lead the marriage. There are, are people of that doctrine. Um, or that men and women, men and women lead equally. Um, and, you know, I think there's a degree of truth of that, but I really do believe that men are to lead the relationship. Um, 
you can argue me, you can, yeah, you can argue with me on that if you want. You can write me in at podcast at satheasam.com. But all this to say is um, that the complacency, the apathy, and the procrastination that often come in relationships is simply thwarted by asking, where are we going? And all of it is premised on Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, or some translations say where there's no prophetic revelation, the people perish. And the idea is that you and I, to succeed in our relationships, we have to have vision. We have to have an idea of where are we going? Where is this thing taking us? What are the goals that we're working on together? What are the goals you're working on individually that I can help you with? Or what can I do to support you in those goals? What, what, is, what is our aim here? Like when our lives are gone, like one of us is going to go before the other. So when that happens, what, what do we want to leave behind to the other? And, and when we're both gone, what do we want to leave behind to our family, to our friends, to our communities? Where are we going? These have to be the things that drive relationship. Uh, because without vision, you have no purpose for working through issues. Like, why would you resolve issues if it's not going to help you towards a goal? I mean, granted, working through your issues mitigates or, or ultimately eliminates the distress that relational tension causes. So I suppose that is a latent or uh, an inherent benefit, rather, of you know, working through your conflicts, working through your issues. But that's not going to propel you to do anything great with your relationship. And I, I would argue that simply eliminating the painful parts of a relationship is hardly a success. I mean, it could be step one in the process, but, but true success is always marked by the momentum towards vision. So your question, your homework, if you're in a relationship, you need to ask this question of your relationship. Where are we going? And you know, this question will break up people that are dating. Because sometimes what happens is you start to ask, where are we going? And you find out that there's two people who love each other dearly, who get along well and have enough in common to enjoy themselves. But ultimately, their lives are heading in two opposite or contradictory directions. And those are really difficult conversations. You know, my wife and I, when we first met, probably on our second or third date, I had asked her, um, well, I should actually clarify, on our second date, I let her know, maybe even our first date, I forget, but very early on, I let her know, I don't date for games. I don't date to play around. Dating's not, not a joke. It's not some fun thing. I'm looking to get married. Like, I play for keeps, quote, unquote. So... If that's not, if you're not there, like if that's, if this is coming off as a little bit intense for you, I totally get it. Um, but it probably means we should go our separate ways because this is not going to be a good use of your time or mine. I was very upfront about it. And, you know, thankfully my wife was in the same position. She didn't want to date for fun. She was looking for a life partner. So we were on to the next hurdle, the next question. And I, I think I asked this on our second time out, maybe our third. Um, but I simply asked like, where where do you see your life headed? Like, what are some of your goals? What is the call on your life? Um, do you have an idea? You know, do you have an idea of kind of where you're going? And it's, it was important to me that I asked, do you have an idea? Because if the answer that, to that question was a no, 
then it, again, not a deal breaker for me, but it, it would be something that I would be applying a little bit of pressure on because it's such a fundamental part of long-term relationship success. Now, thankfully, my wife, again, had, had really known full well what her call was. And um, the, the answer actually really scared me. So she basically said, yeah, I'm, I feel called to missions and to worship. So the worship part I was really excited about because I was a worship pastor and a recording artist at the time. And I thought, that's so cool. We could do all of this music together. But then she said missions. And I, I was like, oh, what kind of missions? And she's like, well, you know, I've always wanted to go to Mozambique and travel to Pakistan and, you know, do these kinds of missions trips. And that was sort of the extent of the conversation that we really didn't know each other. Like my wife and I weren't friends before and had some history. I asked her out kind of a shot in the dark and, you know, she reluctantly said, yes, that's a story for another day. But, um, this was like our third day and we really are just getting to know each other. So I went back and I actually talked to one of my friends about it. Um, you know, he's still one of my best friends to this day. Uh, we talk pretty much every week and I, I was kind of explaining this to him and, um, you know, and he was just saying, you need to figure that part out, man, because I don't think you're supposed to like, I don't think you're called to do missions. And, um, and I totally agreed. You know, I, I missions is not on my call. Like I would happily, you know, go to Africa for a week or, you know, do a trip to Pakistan for a week. But, um, you know, the idea of kind of uprooting and living uh, for extended periods of time in, you know, international places to extend the gospel, man, the most respect in the world for people who do it. It's just not my cut. It's not not what God's called me to do. So we had we had some clarifying conversations, and I found out that when my wife said missions, um, my translation or the language I use to describe her definition of missions is short term ministry trips. She wants to you know travel for music and speaking and that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's what I want to do as well. So we're actually completely on the same page. We were just using different language and it was, um, you know, there's a little bit of confusion there. But once I knew that we were on the same page there, we were off to the races. Like those were the big things for me. We're dating with purpose here. Like we're dating with the intent of marriage. And we both agree that if at any point we become aware that we're probably not going to be able to marry the other person, we will communicate that and we will end the relationship because we're not going to drag something out. And then secondly, where are we going? Okay, our visions seem to be aligned. So I think we can move forward here let's go. And, you know, here my wife and I are, uh, we've been together for five years, actually, as of this month. And, um, you know, I'm working on my first book. Um, I'm, I'm a couple years into my business here. Uh, we've been able to, to do some traveling together. It was kind of thwarted, thwarted by COVID a little bit. Um, and my wife is working on an EP. She's working on her first project. It's probably going to be coming out in 2022. And that's super exciting. So like here we are five years later, taking steps into the vision that God put on our lives and, and the very vision that we discussed on our second or third date. And this is the power of where are we going? Because what we're observing in even couples around us, some couples that we maybe get a chance to mentor, and even some of our friends, you know, who we love dearly, but, um, but some of them are, are living a life that is different than what we would want for our own. You know, um, they are just working to pay bills, um, their relationships are on the back burner because they're so preoccupied with life or growing their ministry or growing their influence or their company or, you know, whatever it might be. And, and we see the effects of it and we know that their relationships are suffering as a result. And for my wife and I, the thing that allows us to pursue, you know, growing a business 
and for her a music career and traveling around the world and and living in Jamaica for the winter and you know what enables us to do all these things while still keeping the relationship a priority is that we have vision like we have something driving us we we don't we don't simply do date nights every Wednesday night because it's the right thing to do even though to be honest if that was the only reason it's still better than not doing date nights every week but we have vision here. We have purpose. And we know that, that by investing in the relationship and, and by keeping the vision in front of us, we actually allow ourselves to have a healthy marriage and, and we keep ourselves on track. So I hope that's making sense. But this simple question, like, where are we going? It's going to work wonders. Now, you might be single and thinking, okay, Cynthia, like, great episode. I'm really glad, like, when I'm married or when I'm dating, I'll be sure to come back to this. Uh, no, no, no. In case you didn't catch my example, you need to know where your life is going before you get into a relationship. Now, you don't need to have like the the 10-step plan and the Gantt chart that's kind of laying out the time frame of each phase of your life. Like you don't have to be meticulous about this thing, but you have to have an idea of like where's where's God called you? Like where where are you going? And and where is he leading you? Because if you don't know that, what you risk is getting hitched to somebody whose calling is going in a different direction. And number one, you don't even realize it. And two, by the time you do realize it, you then have to somehow reconcile two very different paths. And it's not impossible, but it creates a host of issues that could easily be avoided if you simply discover the calling on your life before you get into a relationship. So I want to encourage you, in your relationships that exist right now, if you are in a romantic relationship or if you want to be in a romantic relationship one day, I want you to ask the question, where are we going? And if it's just you, you're single, where am I going? Make it one of your goals in this season to get clarity on purpose, clarity on vision, because that is where everything starts. And where there is no vision, where there's no prophetic revelation, the people perish. Now, I want to thank you so much for listening. I really hope that this episode uh, helps you live your life with integrity and confidence. I hope this episode helps you unleash that glorious man that is within you that is just waiting to come out. And I hope you know that if you continue to grow, if you continue to make adjustments in your life that are going to move you towards success, that are going to eliminate the things that are holding you back and that are entangling you, it is only a matter of time before the whole world sees you unleash the man within. Now, one last thing I want to mention here is that uh, we've actually started another new program. And this program is, uh, it is for high-profile, high-income earners. Um, you know, in the last six months, we've had an influx of doctors, PhDs, athletes, um, and, and people of that kind of caliber that are really seeking help. And I decided to create a program to reach that demographic a little bit better. Um, so the program is called Deep Clean Ultra. Um, I'm going to be up front. I, uh, I have it masked as mindset coaching because um, I know that for high profile people, they may not be able to come through my website and, you know, just they may not be able to get into that ecosystem. Um, so I'm going to give the link for you uh, to access my mindset coaching, coaching, quote unquote. It's all kind of 
branded that way, but we know really what it is. Um, but I want to be clear, it is for high profile people and, um, and people that are also high income earners. So um, th there is a, a higher expense that comes with the program. Um, but again, it's just a, a greater, um, it's a greater offering for people who are in that kind of position. So if you're interested in that, um, Deep Clean Ultra is the name of the program. The link is in the show notes. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this program a ton, but I will mention it from time to time. And um, if you are somebody who's high profile, a high income earner um, yourself, or you know somebody who's in that position and maybe needs to get help with their porn addiction, you can forward them the details as well. And uh, we'd be happy to see if we can work together. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. And I want to let you know that if Deep Clean Ultra is not of interest to you, it doesn't apply to you. Hey, that's no problem at all. We have a bunch of other great programs, one of which is Deep Clean VIP, which I'm about to talk about in the outro. I'm going to cue that music. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day and stay tuned. We're about to explain to you another great program that could be available for you if you're interested. Hey, everybody, it's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our Deep Clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a Deep Clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. 